Genesis chapter 41. Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream. After two whole years, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing by the Nile, and there came up out of the Nile seven sleek and fat cows, and they grazed in the reed grass. Then seven other cows, ugly and thin, came up out of the Nile after them, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the Nile. The ugly and thin cows ate up the seven sleek and fat cows, and Pharaoh awoke. Then he fell asleep and dreamed a second time. Seven ears of grain, plump and good, were growing on the one stalk. Then seven ears, thin and blighted by the east wind, sprouted after them. The thin ears swallowed up the seven plump and full ears. Pharaoh awoke, and it was a dream. In the morning his spirit was troubled. So he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, I remember my faults today. Once Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me and the chief baker in custody in the house of the captain of the guard. We dreamed on the same night, he and I each having a dream with its own meaning. A young Hebrew was there with us, a servant of the captain of the guard. When we told him, he interpreted our dreams to us, giving an interpretation to each according to his dream. As he interpreted to us, so it turned out. I was restored to my office, and the baker was hanged. Then Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was hurriedly brought out of the dungeon. When he had shaved himself and changed his clothes, he came in before Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it. I have heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, It is not I. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In my dream I was standing on the banks of the Nile, and seven cows, fat and sleek, came up out of the Nile and fed in the reed grass. Then seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly and thin. Never had I seen such ugly ones in all the land of Egypt. The thin and ugly cows ate up the first seven fat cows, but when they had eaten them, no one would have known that they had done so, for they were still as ugly as before. Then I awoke. I fell asleep a second time, and I saw in my dream seven ears of grain full and, full and good, growing on one stalk, and seven ears withered, thin, and blighted by the east wind sprouting after them. And the thin ears swallowed up the seven good ears. But when I told it to the magicians, there was no one who could explain it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, Pharaoh's dreams are one and the same. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dreams are one. The seven lean and ugly cows that came up after them are seven years, as they, as are the seven empty ears blighted by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. It is, as I told Pharaoh, God has shown to Pharaoh what he is about to do. 
There will come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. After them, there will arise seven years of famine, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will consume the land. The plenty will no longer be known in the land because of the famine that will follow, for it will be very grievous, and the doubling of Pharaoh's dream means that the thing is fixed by God, and God will shortly begin it about. Now therefore let Pharaoh select a man who is discerning and wise, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh proceed to appoint overseers over the land, and take one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt during the seven plenteous years. Let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming, and lay up grain under the authority of Pharaoh for food in the cities, and let them keep it. That food shall be a reserve for the land against seven years of famine that are to befall the land of Egypt, so that the land may not perish throughout the famine. The proposal pleased Pharaoh and all his servants. Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find anyone else like this, one in whom is the Spirit of God? So Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has shown you all this, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall order themselves as you command. Only with regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Removing his signet ring from his hand, Pharaoh put it on Joseph's hand. He arrayed, arrayed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in the chariot of his second-in-command, and they cried out in front of him, Bow the knee. Thus he said, Thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent no one shall lift up hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zephanath paneah and he gave him Asenath, daughter of Potpherah, Potpherah, priest of On, as his wife. Thus Joseph gained authority over the land of Egypt. Joseph was thirty years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt. During the seven plenteous years, the earth produced abundantly. He gathered up all the food of the seven years when there was plenty in the land of Egypt and stored up food in the cities. He stored up in every city the food from the fields around it. So Joseph stored up grain in such abundance, like the sand of the sea, that he stopped measuring it, and it was beyond measure. Before the years of famine came, Joseph had two sons, whom Asenath, daughter of Potpherah, priest of On, bore to him. Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. The second he named Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my misfortunes. The seven years of plenty that prevailed in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began to come, just as Joseph had said. 
There was famine in every country, but throughout the land of Egypt there was bread. When all the land of Egypt was famished, and the people cried to Pharaoh for bread, Pharaoh said to all the Egyptians, Go to Joseph. What he says to you, do. And since the famine had spread over all the land, Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians, for the famine was severe in the land of Egypt. Moreover, all the world came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain, because the famine became severe throughout the world. Questions for Reflection Number one, what are your thoughts about Joseph finally being remembered by the cupbearer to Pharaoh? Number two, what is your thought regarding the willingness of Pharaoh to act upon the interpretation of dreams by Joseph? Three, what do you make of Joseph's rise to power? Four, what does Joseph's rise to power tell you about the almighty power of God? Let us pray. Lord, I seek your transformative power. Lord, grant me visions of what is to come. Lord, prepare for me what I cannot see. Help me to look beyond what is what is to what will be. Prepare me, Lord. Prepare me for good days and the days of trouble. Grant me discipline. Grant me patience. Grant me a spirit of preparation. Grant me the willingness to live a simple life, a spirit-filled and spirit-led life. Teach me to move beyond my yesterdays and to look forward in faith for my tomorrows. Bless me with the favor of your loving kindness and tender mercy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor of the Plymouth United Church of Christ in Detroit, Michigan. Our location is 600 East Warren Avenue, right at the tip-top of the Medical Center. And you are certainly welcome to stop by uh, and check out the church. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11. We also worship on Wednesdays at noon. But the church is open seven days a week from 9 in the morning at least to 5, and ni- five o'clock at night and very often uh, to 7, 8, and 9 o'clock at night. Tomorrow, we turn to chapter 42 of the book of Genesis where... Finally, Joseph's brothers, uh, because they are hungry, just like the text we just read in chapter 41, where there were the seven good years and the seven lean years. Well, the seven lean years also affected the people in the land of Canaan, in Israel. And so Joseph's brothers uh, come to him. They don't know they're coming to him, but they know that there's food in Egypt. And uh, it's the dramatic climax to this uh, relationship between Joseph and his brothers that began with their jealousy uh, and him and in, you know interpreting dreams uh, that they felt that one day he was saying that they would be bowing down to him. When chapter 42, we see the fruition of the dreams of Joseph where the, brother, the brothers of Joseph actually do bow down to him uh, because they're coming for food. I hope uh, you will be with me tomorrow. I also hope that you will invite a friend. Uh, to join you in the spiritual journey. You can go over the questions of reflection with a friend. And what you'll find is that there will be mutual strengthening uh, in a mutual seeking of understanding of God's holy word. Until tomorrow or the next time, this is Pastor Nick. God bless.